to Today with Marilyn and Sarah. And I want to say something very, very special, that we have partners who are such a blessing to us, I mean overwhelmingly, and some of you for many years and some of you recently. And so we thank you for being our partners, helping us reach the world with Jesus Christ. Now today I want to share a testimony and this is from James, and he read my book, It's Not Over Until You End, and was able to get a new job during the pandemic. Now, you know, he could have said, oh, well, what's the use? But folks, I want to have my faith stimulated, and I see that happening here. And I love that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we have people watching, Mom, who need to be encouraged. Oh, yeah. You might be watching and you're, like, struggling with getting a job. You're struggling with your finances. Maybe you're having some family challenges and difficulties. I just want to encourage you to hop on the phone, get on the website. We love to pray for you, and we know that God answers prayer. Additionally, oh, I'm so excited. I get to introduce to you one of my all-time favorite people. This is my friend, and she's not just my friend. She's also a powerful woman of God. Her name is Susie Larson. And here's the deal. Susie is a radio person. She does, you know, Christian radio. She writes books. She travels, speaks. But what I love about Susie is her authenticity. What you see in front and in the public is also who she is outside of the public and just kind of one-on-one. She's written this amazing book. Uh, it's a devotional called Prevail. Now, you're probably watching, and I'll bet you you could think about some areas in your life where you need to prevail. Maybe you need to prevail in your self-control. Maybe you need to prevail in your work. Maybe you need to prevail with your health. But this will help you overcome and prevail. We have a tragic situation taking place right now in Ukraine, and I want to help. I have taken the gospel into Ukraine and ministered to the people there. They are amazing, brave people. And right now they're fighting for their nation and they're fighting for their lives. Will you help me to help them? There are two things I want you to do today. First, we need to pray. Will you stand in the gap? Ask God to intervene in the situation. Second, we have an amazing opportunity to partner with an organization right now to provide food and shelter for Ukrainian refugees who are fleeing from the Russian army. And we have the opportunity to provide food boxes for families currently trapped by the violence inside Ukraine. Please give generously so that we can help these brave and hurting people today. Hey there, thank you so much for joining today with Marilyn and Sarah, and I am thrilled, ooh, over the moon excited to introduce to you one of my favorite, all-time favorite people, Susie Larson. Thank you so much. Good to be with you. Thanks oh, for having me back. Great oh, to see your faces you. again. Totally. Thank you. Totally love having you. Thank you. And not everybody knows kind of a little bit of your background. And, you know, you, you do radio, you travel with speaking, you write books. So give us a little bit of heart behind why do you do all that stuff? You know, what gets me out of bed every day is that 
the multitudes need to be ready to meet Jesus. And I told you this in a previous conversation, but if you're lost, I want you found. If you're found, I want you to know how loved you are so that you can be mobilized into your purposes. And as someone, and we've talked about my backstory before, I won't get into it too much, but I had some childhood trauma as a little girl that really impacted how I saw myself and even my view of God. And when I started to mature in my faith, you know, I was a woman, as a young woman, I was saved, but I didn't know that I was loved. And I, and, and I say this often, if, if you don't know that you're loved, you'll misuse your time, treasure, and talents to try to prove things that Jesus has already proven. And but as I've studied scripture in that day of account that's coming, there is a great day of reckoning, both for believers and unbelievers, and it will look different for each of us. But for believers, our work will go through the flames. And anything that we've done for self-striving, self-promotion, to try to prove something, that Jesus has already proven will burn up. But as we know the love of God and we live out of the love of God and we start to serve the world from that place, it's like we are shouting to the world, this is what God is like. You know, I, I don't need anything from you. I just know that God loves you so much. So I'm here to help mobilize you into your purpose. That's what gets me out of bed every day. And it kind of fleshes out in different ways. We do some work in Rwanda radio, writing, speaking. But to me, all of those are, are kind of avenues to convey the love of God and just that the church would be awakened to its purpose because there are so many lost souls who need to hear about the good news. It's true. Really good. Huh? It is really good. And, you know, I had an opportunity yesterday to talk to a man who doesn't believe in God. Hmm. And so, you know, I just listened to what he had to say. And he said to me, well, what do you believe in? I said, well, I, I believe in Jesus. And so, and today I got a text this morning when I got up and he said, I don't have a purpose for my life. Talk to me about purpose. I thought, oh God, that's heaven knocking at my door. Wow. <laughs> I love it. Wow. Yeah. That's really good. And Susie, you have this book called Prevail. Yeah. And I love this. Um, you might be watching right now and maybe you're kind of struggling with the purpose in your life. Why am I here? What am I doing? What's my purpose? reason for existence. We'd love to pray for you to know that. Hop on the phone, get on the website. But additionally, I love this book because, well, number one, it's a devotional, which is super helpful, like every day, just real practical in the weeds. But what kind of, what, what was the motivation or the heart behind this? Because I know it came out of some pretty significant personal struggles. Yeah. Hence right. the term prevail. Right. Well, one of my battles as a young mom was Lyme disease. And I literally army crawled through those young years as a mom. And I battled chronic health issues for 20 something years. I've made so much uh, so much ground. I really have. And very, I'm a fighter and I'm health conscious, but I yeah. actually had a pretty massive health relapse uh, five years ago. And as I was working my way out of that, God really did show me so often the disconnect between um, our soul and our cells, so to speak. What happens in our soul happens in our cells. In other words, there are physiological implications to the things we believe about God and the things we believe from his word and believe about ourselves. And as I start to wrestle through scripture, it came alive to me in a whole new way. And so Prevail is a 365-day devotional where I went from Genesis to Revelation and I searched for opportunities and evidences to flourish and stand strong. So opportunities, maybe when they did it wrong, 
and we could learn from their mistake, maybe when they did it right, and we could learn from what they know. And again, I searched through this scripture, the arc of scripture, and you see the narrative kind of replay over and over again, where, where God shows his love, the people receive his love, he blesses them, they make it about them, they forget who they are, they fall into sin, they cry out for redemption, and he comes in his mercy. And I want us not to forget, you know, I want us to not have air amnesia, but to remember who we are. So wrestling through scripture like that was absolutely powerful. And the title prevail means two things, to prove more powerful than your opponent and to be the last one standing. And that, that title came to Would us. Would you say that again? Absolutely. I to, think they need to hear it. Yes. Them. To prove you're more powerful than your opponent and to be the last one standing. And we came up with that title before 2020, before we had any idea what 2020 held for us. Wow. And, and I think uh, this year has shaken us to such a degree um, that it's reminded us what's shaking and what cannot be shaken. Right. And his word cannot be shaken. His love, his commitment to get us safely home cannot be shaken. Right. And as we identify more with the promises of God, there have been things in the past that we've sort of gotten away with putting our hope in. We will be the last one standing. So I, I do love this book. I mean, I be honest, you know, 365 days, I had to slay my inner sissy. I wanted to quit in Leviticus. You know, I'm like, I can't do this. It was, you know, it was a labor of love, but praise God I prevailed. And I'm, I'm super happy with, with how it turned out. We're hearing great testimonies. So. And you know, you might be watching right now and you're struggling, feeling like you've been overcome. You don't feel like you're still standing. You're like, I feel like I've fallen apart. I'm unraveled. I've come apart at the seams. And we want to pray for you. We want to pray the Holy Spirit would minister strength into your soul. And also, I want to encourage you to grab your copy of Prevail. Because here's the thing. We can pray. And of course, we love to pray. Um, but the other key for this is a lot of times we have to do kind of steps a day at a time one day at a time. And if you look at prevailing in terms of like the long haul, sometimes that's overpowering to you. Like, oh, I just, you know, I can't hardly make it through today. So grab your copy of prevail because it's strength for each day. And I'll bet you're watching and you know, some friends or some relatives who are also struggling. You know, they've be, they've unraveled. Um, life has just kind of torn them apart at the seams. Grab a couple of copies because you can give this to your friend, give this to your relative, be a massive, massive encouragement resource for them. And, and I'm telling you, we'll literally help you change your life one day at a time. And when you talk about overcoming the inner sissy, right? Yeah, <laughs> that inner sissy. Sometimes she's alive and well, and I don't like that so much, but it's, she's there. So, so yeah. what, what is that? I mean, how do, how do you kind of work through that inner like, oh, I can't do this? You know, there's a there's one of my favorite devos in there. I titled The Importance of the Impossible. And it's about David when he conquered the city of Jebus. Now, prior to him, when Joshua, you know, conquered the land of Canaan, for some reason they didn't take that particular city. And and so when David came to the city gates, they said, You will never get in here. And the next word in the verse is nevertheless, David took the city and made it his capital, which we now see as Jerusalem. Well, Jerusalem's the birthplace of Christianity. It's where the Holy Spirit was poured out. It's from that place the gospel went all over the earth. And so my point on that one is don't underestimate the power of the impossible in the impossible situations in your life. There's, it's so important that we hit these impossible places because we serve the God of the impossible. And again, as someone, and I, I'm telling you, I have battled fear. I have battled 
doubt. I mean, I have had a lot to overcome, and a lot of people have, but nothing has come easy. Let me just say that. And so when I've come up against what feels like it's impossible, and then I read in scripture that David conquered a city, and it wasn't just for him. It was for us. It was for us. Your story is never just about you, which means your breakthroughs are never just about you. And I think one of the things the enemy wants to do is continually keep us in the smaller story because he is scared to death that we will rise up and see ourselves in the bigger story. So I want you to see the impossible situations in your life as really important because it's an opportunity for God to break through so you can see yourself in the bigger story. And you can believe what the Bible says because you read someone's experience. So it's hard to argue with somebody with an experience. You know what I'm saying? If you say, oh, I don't believe it. Well, they say too late. I have experienced it. So this is a daily devotional of experiencing the word. And there's nothing, nothing like experiencing the truth of God's word. I just love it. So cause, get the book and maybe get two or three and pass it on. Because, you know, people like gifts. Well, why just give them candy and make them fat? (laughs) Why not give them God's word and bring transformation? I want to be transformed every day. How about you? I think you do too. So remember, this is a special appointment for you to get this book and to use it in a daily way and to share it with others. Don't forget. I don't have enough nutrition. I might starve. I live where there are little resources. I don't have a safe place to deliver my baby. We live in a war zone. And then, saving Moses. Saving Moses gave me a safe place to sleep at night. Saving Moses gave me the therapeutic milk I need to thrive. Saving Moses provided someone to help me deliver my baby safely. Everything God asks for us is for our good and His glory. But that doesn't mean life is easy, and sometimes we need to be reminded of God's power each day. For your gift of $35 or more, we will send you Susie Larson's book, Prevail, 365 Days of Enduring Strength from God's Word. Using practical scripture passages, thought-provoking questions, and her own Bible margin notes. I invite you to watch because your faith will be inspired, you'll be reminded who you are, and you'll just be um, compelled to look up and trust God. We will also send you Sarah's booklet, Getting the Upper Hand, and Marilyn's two-CD teaching, Hearing God's Voice. And for your gift of $75 or more, we will include our Seeing Jesus Bible. In this valuable Bible study companion, Marilyn gives you the tools you need to see Jesus in every book of the Bible. Call or click today for this encouraging offer. Sometimes we need to be reminded that we're to win in every situation. 
the game is actually not over because we haven't won yet. And I think this wonderful prevail by Susie Larson, which is really a daily devotional, shows you how to be a winner every day. Do you need to be reminded for that? I think you do. I do. And I like early morning. Start your word, start the world and with the word. That's very key for you. And this will be a blessing. So tell us why you did this. That is a great question because it's like, you know, why would you give birth to triplets? You know <laughs> because you're bringing forth life. When that assignment came to me, because I, I struggle with some health challenges, I have a full day in radio, I know my limits. And this is one of those things that felt kind of impossible to me, but I just felt the go ahead from God. You know, I always say wisdom's path is peace and the peace of God was propelling me onward. And, um, I'm so grateful that I, I persevered and wrote it uh, because it immersed me in God's word and it reminded me again and again uh, how powerful he is, how true he is. And I have a pastor friend who years ago, I remember him uh, preaching a message and he said early on in his Christian life, he used to read things in scripture that he didn't like. And he goes, there's a part of me that wanted to cut some of these things out and toss them <laughs> aside because I don't like that. I don't yeah, like that. Yeah. But he said, the more I got to know the love of God, the more I realized the word was meant to cut things out of my life so that I could be conformed to his image. I feel like that's what happens when we immerse ourselves in the word of God, because it's the only book that's living and breathing. And as we saturate ourselves in the word, we become uh, a um, acquainted with the character of God. And that way you can trust him when he corrects, when he directs. And so, you know, I, I kind of call this book the no fluff zone because I, I don't really mince words. I mean, I, I want there to be an invitation. I want there to be a gentle uh, confrontation. I'm, I'm speaking to my soul here too, but I, I'm not, it's not about entertainment. It really is in a day that's so important. Can we hear the word of God and can we let it shine its light in our hearts and respond to what he has for us? Because anytime he brings courage, direction or redirection, I believe it's because he's getting us ready for a next place of promise because he has more he wants to do in and through us. And uh, so often when he's in that preparation, we come into the valley of decision and we've got to decide, am I going to leave my flesh intact, you know, and walk out of that valley with my dream behind me? Or am I going to say, God, have your way in these places in my life so that I can walk through more anointed and appointed and ready for the ways that he wants to use me. Mm -hmm. The other thing too that I love in this is everything is grounded, um, each day is grounded in specific things from the Bible. And mom and I are like major Bible junkies. <laughs> and I want to encourage you, for some of you, I have friends, they struggle with getting in the Bible. It's just hard. It's like they have a hard time reading it, a hard time, how do I relate to this? And this is a fantastic way to participate and let the Bible participate, to engage with the Bible that maybe you're like, it's too much. This is perfect. This will give you just a really, really good in-depth connection with the Bible on a daily basis. So I want to encourage you to hop on the phone, get on the website. And Susie, one of the things I love about this is you don't just do the easy peasy stuff, you know, David and Goliath, like that's a fat pitch. I mean, who doesn't like <laughs> David and Goliath, the underdog, right? Yeah. And you don't just do Jesus multiplies the bread and the fish. Woo! 
you know, provision, multiplication. But you do like tricky, difficult, heavy stuff. You do Jeremiah. <laughs> you go into Leviticus. It. You do like Ezekiel. I'm like, these are not like easy, fluffy things. So when you started doing, working through some of those like heavier stuff, um, how did you kind of work through some of those? Because some of that's kind of tricky. Like I read, I'm like, Ugh, you know, mm-hmm. what do we do yeah. with this? And yeah. how could I ever make that relevant <laughs> to that's the general population? A fantastic question. Because again, you know, it's easy to pick and choose only happy clappy and, and all the promises <laughs> that promise a, a, you know, a fruitful future. But none of that, as you know, what you've walked through, none of that comes without cost. I mean, he refines us as we go. And so, you know, there's one in there. I remember, uh, I think I titled it how to lose your credibility. And it was a tough one, but again, everything I wrote, God was dealing with me in as well. But when you think about when, when Abram and Lot were together, Lot really had grown wealthy under Abraham's leadership. And, but the, the flock started to bicker or the, the herdsmen started to bicker. And so he says, you pick the, the, what land you want. You go here, I'll go here. And that just showed you Abraham's humble heart. Right. And, uh, and so he gave Lot Free reign. Lot chose to camp among the ungodly because it was the best land. So he chose to camp among the ungodly. But what happened over time is he immersed himself in that culture that when judgment was finally coming and he wanted to warn his family, his sons-in-law laughed. They thought he was only joking. That really arrested me because I thought if we've camped among the ungodly for so long and become so much like them, that when God wants to issue a warning, because his warnings are his love and his caution, that people don't take us seriously. Whoa. I mean, and so that one was just a call to say, have I immersed um, in my culture to such a degree that if God issued a warning through me, that people wouldn't take me seriously. So those are some of the ones that, again, they arrested me before I wrote about them. And I pray that I never come across in any way other than let's ponder this together. And is God maybe speaking to you about this? Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, again, I love this word. And one thing I'll say about the Devo, as you said, it's a short reading, a short kind of meaty Devo. There's further reading if you want to take it deeper. Mm-hmm. There's an action step. How will I walk this up? How will I put feet to my faith? And then there's a prayer, always appealing to the love of God, always remembering the love of our Father. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so practical. And I just encourage you, you probably have some friends, maybe even have a book club, a Sunday school group, whatever, that you have uh, relatives uh, that really say, hey, man, I could I could introduce somebody to the Bible in a, in a way that would be um, engaging, interesting, and thought-provoking and helpful helpful in our daily living. So grab a couple of copies of Prevail. And if you're watching right now and you're struggling, you're having a hard time prevailing. (laughs) You feel like you have been prevailed upon and you have not overcome. You're just like at your wits end. We want to pray for you. We want to pray that God would strengthen you through Holy Spirit dwelling inside of you. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray and we know that God answers prayer and can help and give you supernatural endurance, supernatural strength to get back up, stand up again, and put one foot in front of the next. You can't do it in your own strength, but we will pray that God will give you his strength to come in 
and really um, empower you and put wind in your sails. So hop on the phone, get on the website. And Susie, some of this too, I think when we go into the New Testament and you start looking at like Paul and the epistles and stuff, you know, Romans, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians. Um, when you think about some of those devotionals that you wrote with Paul and, and what Paul had to say, he had some interesting things, you know, the Corinthian, first and second Corinthians. When you start thinking through some of, of Romans, like what he said in Romans, some really interesting mm -hmm. things. Of those, what, what would you say kind of maybe stands out in terms of, hey, this was really meaningful or helpful to me? Oh, again, great question. You know, I read from a, a, um, a Bible commentator who said it seemed in the Old Testament, a sign of God's blessing was prosperity. And it seems a sign of God's blessing in the New Testament is suffering. And I thought, wow, that's pretty interesting. And um, I mean, God does want to bless the work of our hands, doesn't he? He yeah. wants us to flourish in the work of, their, of his hands. But there is a measure of suffering that is involved. Sure. And I think sometimes when we're not taught to suffer well, we wonder, did God lose my address? Am I a have not, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. And yet Paul teaches us uh, to just, he knew so well who he was that he could say at the, in Romans 8, does it mean that he no longer loves us if we suffer hardship? Right. You know, does it mean, no, overwhelming victory belongs to us and nothing can separate us from God's love. Mm -hmm. And you know, those are hard lessons, but I think we've all walked, what we've walked through this last year, we have to know that things are being shaken so that which cannot be shaken can be clearly seen. And I feel like in, in the last maybe 20 years, because we've been living such a wealthy nation, we've been able to subtly shift our weight on other things and hope in them. And so they've held for a while, even though it's not God's best will for us. Well, in the shaking, we're boiling it down to putting our feet on the rock. We're hanging on to God's word and we're being refined to know our identity in him. And I think those are some things we really need to know and can know as we read the New Testament and Paul's word specifically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think what you say is feed your faith and not your fear. Amen. And I think circumstances feed our fear, you know? And you can call in and get this because frankly, I feed my faith every morning and I feed it early with coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how you feed yours, but I know you need to know that you have something to feed with. Call us and we'll pray for you and you get prevail. You'll love it. Everything God asks for us is for our good and His glory. But that doesn't mean life is easy, and sometimes we need to be reminded of God's power each day. For your gift of $35 or more, we will send you Susie Larson's book, Prevail, 365 Days of Enduring Strength from God's Word. Using practical scripture passages, thought-provoking questions, and her own Bible margin notes, I invite you to watch because your faith will be inspired. You'll be reminded who you are and you'll just be um, compelled to look up and trust God. We will also send you Sarah's booklet, Getting the Upper Hand and Marilyn's two CD teaching, Hearing God's Voice. And for your gift of $75 or more, we will include our Seeing Jesus Bible. In this valuable Bible study companion, Marilyn gives you the tools you need to see Jesus in every book of the Bible. Call or click today for this encouraging offer. Well, this has been such a powerful time with you, Susie, and powerful to minister to our audience. So would you mind praying for everybody watching um, that they would live in prevailing um, 
life, overcoming lifestyle. Yeah, I would love to do that. And before I pray, I just want to say breakthroughs so often happen one nuanced step at a time. You know, we want the immediate massive breakthrough, but it's one step in front of the other, believing God, believing God. And I feel so many of you are just on the cusp of that breakthrough, so don't give up hope. And Father, I pray for my friend listening today and watching today, I pray that faith would arise in this hour. I pray, God, in the name of Jesus Christ, that they would lose their taste for that which weakens them. I pray you'd help them identify the distractions that have been sent into their life to interrupt the momentum in their life, the distractions that have tried to keep them from knowing their identity. God, open their eyes to see every enemy scheme fashioned against them, and may they rise up in the authority of Jesus Christ, put up their shield, and put a stop to every enemy scheme. May they use the keys of the kingdom, Jesus, that you've entrusted to them. Fill them with your spirit. Open their eyes to understand the times and to know what to do. Help them to love what you love, and I pray they would be mobilized to do and be something they never dreamed possible. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I want to encourage you to trust God for the best day of your life. You know, if you don't, if you believe for nothing in particular, you receive nothing in particular. So I want you to say, thank God. This is the best day of my life because Jesus Christ lives big in me.